Hello, friends, and what is up? I am Daryl Smart, and welcome to Smart Sports Podcast. I hope you're all safe out there and doing well. This week is another fun episode. I have two local vision-impaired athletes that have won a number of Canadian curling championships. And this year, as Team Canada, Mike Vroman, Jimmy Simmons earned silver medals with their Nova Scotia teammates at the AMI Canadian Vision Impaired Curling Championships in Ottawa. Jimmy, Mike, it is great to have you on. Thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Yep. So first off, we'll we'll talk uh, we'll talk just talk right about the curling championships and not too long ago you guys were in ottawa and uh, had another pretty decent couple of days of curling and it ended up with silver medals uh, maybe you could tell the listener you guys lost to alberta in the final so how did how did the weekend go for you guys it was it was a whole week uh we were there from uh, what uh, sunday to uh actually sunday to sunday we couldn't take the curling home because of the blockies down east at uh, cornwall yeah but uh, it was pretty good lot And uh, you guys, as a team, how did the record go uh, as the week progressed? What was the record? Uh, I think we lost, we lost our first two, and then we won everything else after that except the very last game. Oh, geez. So a little bit of a warm-up for you guys, eh? Yeah, the ice was uh, a little tough at the start. Uh, the regular ice guy, he was away. He was competing in the, uh, the prior with his brother and the team from Ottawa. Yeah. And uh, so I guess people from there were looking after the ice, and it wasn't very good. But by the time uh, we had a practice on Monday morning, it was just absolutely terrible compared to what we're used to over here. Yeah. And then uh, it got better Tuesday, and then Wednesday was pretty well back into uh, game shape for what we're used to up there. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it was just very good after that. So uh, playoffs came. Uh, what was the rat? So you guys had only had a couple of losses heading into the playoffs, and heading into the playoffs, what the, what was the mindset heading in? Well, I think I think the mindset was okay. We uh, we know who the strong teams are. We uh, because we played Alberta in our first game, and we had to go play an extra end, and they beat us on that. Yeah. So we were we were prepared for them. And uh, the other uh, team that we were looking at was the BC team, and uh, fortunately we uh, we met BC, we met uh, Manitoba and BC in the uh, well we beat BC that was right and then uh, in the playoffs we met Manitoba and beat them, so that put us then into the final against Alberta and uh, I, I think we felt quite confident with Alberta. We knew it would be a struggle, mm-hmm. but uh, we made we made a couple mistakes and, uh, you know, ended up coming in with silver, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the You have to remember that in the 10 years that Jimmy and I have been going there, we've won the gold four times. Yeah. Alberta had been there 13 times and never won gold. Oh, really? Oh, wow. You know, so, and and over the years, we've we've made some great friends. Uh, we're very close with the Alberta team. Uh, you know, so, yeah, sure, we lost. but Couldn't have helped being happy for them, that's for sure. Ex- exactly, that's right. That's, and to us, that's what it's all about. Well, exactly. Uh, what was the score in the final? I don't know. What was it, Jim? <laughs> they, they beat us by one. That's right. They beat us by one. Nice. Yeah. 
A matter of inches, I guess, eh? Oh, less than an inch. It was like a quarter of an inch. Oh, really? Yeah. Right now, oh, yeah. did it come down right to the last shot, eh? It did. Oh, man. So what are you guys thinking in a moment like that? And I, I know you guys are pretty competitive, uh, whether it be golf or, or curling. And uh, when you're getting down to the nitty-gritty like that and you've got a really close game on your hands, what are you guys talking to yourselves about? We kind of talk to each other, we kind of boost each other up. Yeah. Um, had it been another team besides Alberta, I might have been, I don't know, I guess a lot more serious <laughs> than uh, what we were. But uh, yeah, it's, it, was, it was tough, but that's the way it goes. Ah, exactly. So heading into the uh, end of the week, what were the expectations for you guys? Yeah, and that's got to be a pretty neat, and, and again, you guys have been a part of Team Canada before, especially with the, uh, I think it was three three gold medals in, with Simcoe, right? Yeah. Representing Simcoe, so again, you had the one with the Nova Scotia last year, so you guys very familiar with having the targets on your backs. Uh, is it any different having the targets on your backs than it is when you're heading in and you're you're kind of gunning for someone? Well, it's a big difference. I, I found it's a big difference because you're, you're, all it's going to take is one miscue. Yeah. And that's the game. Yeah. You know, so there, there's a pressure on you. But, you know, the other thing is that Jimmy and I have played together so much, even though we don't get a chance to practice with the Nova Scotia team. Yeah. We, we can talk to one another. Yeah. And, you know, if, I'm having trouble with uh, making a, a shot. Jimmy can pick up on what I'm doing wrong and suggest it. And, of course, I have always, I'm likely my own worst critic. Mm-hmm. And if I make a bad shot, I would get down on myself. And years ago, Jimmy picked up on that. And he just, when I make a bad shot, he'd just say, park it. Yeah. And that's all it took. So you clear your head, you start over the next one. So, yeah, it's it's not an easy week. No, I could imagine. And again, like, you guys are used to playing almost every day during the, during the winter, but playing at that level and, like, you guys are having a great time with it, but there's a little of that added bit of intensity. It's got to be pretty taxing on you guys. Yeah, we're kind of tired at the end of the week. At least I am. I know that. I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's tough. You know, when you put that maple leaf on your back, everybody wants to hunk you, right? Yeah, yeah. And you just gotta try to keep away from it. How special is it to have the maple leaf on you guys, uh, on your on your jackets? It's oh, a great, cool. great feeling. Is it? It's got to be. Yes, it really is. There's a there's a a lot of excitement within yourself, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, but I don't think there's any of the well, I've got the maple leaf on my back. We're going to we're the best. Yeah. I don't think there's any of that with our group. But, yeah, you're excited about it, and you want to do your best. Oh, absolutely. Have you learned anything over the years, uh, just kind of uh, having been in that position before? Have you guys, just along the along the journey, have you been able to pick up on things that you were able to, to bring to the table, something different this year? Mm-hmm. 
and uh, we licked them, so we got rid of the two that we really <laughs> wanted to beat. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we had a, had a good game with Alberta, but, no, I, I, I don't think so. How about you, Mike? Yeah, no, I, I feel the same, Jimmy. It was, uh, uh, we knew Manitoba and BC would be uh, the, like, the, our toughest competition. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just uh, when we, it, it was a big relief when we put them out because we lost to Manitoba in the uh, round robin yeah. and had to meet, meet them in the playoffs. And uh, there was a little bit of, there was added pressure on us. But, you know, by that time, you're, you've watched, you've seen the teams, you've met the teams, you've played against the teams, and you have an idea of things that they do and you start thinking, well, okay, this is what they're going to do. This is what we will do to counter it and yeah. so forth. Uh, that's pretty neat, though. It really is. And, and, and again, we're, you guys were playing for Team Nova Scotia, and we were talking before uh, we hit the record button. That how did you guys get involved with Team Nova Scotia? Two guys from the Simcoe Curling Club and <laughs> ending up representing Nova Scotia. It's got to be a funny story. Well... Um, after I had my my hip replaced, and uh, we our original team went their uh, went their own way, and they played out of Dundas after that. Yeah, uh, I didn't know if I was even going to curl and be curling anymore. And then uh, the skip from uh, Nova Scotia called me one day, and uh, she said, "We've got a, one of our players is unable to play in the nationals. Uh, would you consider coming and?" filling in I said oh, I'd be happy to you know yeah and uh, that year we ended up in uh, third place so they, they, they won the bronze and that was the first time uh, that they had won a medal so they, they felt pretty good about it and I know wow their team is made up their team is made is all female yeah other than the coach and I know the girls were really quite quite pleased and proud of themselves what they did and, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it because we played against this team for a number of years and we knew what what they were like so I had an idea of what my job was going to be yeah. so the <clears throat> next year uh, I wasn't able to I was supposed to play the next year and I wasn't able because I was sick I got sick two days before the event and couldn't go so they had to pick up a spare from Ottawa then the next year uh, the skip phoned me again. She said, "Are you going to be healthy for the for, for the nationals?" I said, "I'm ready to go." And she said, "Well, we need another player as well. Do you think Jimmy would play?" I said, "Well, I'm not going to answer for him. <laughs> Give him a call." And I knew I knew Jim would. So uh, that's that's how we got started. What was your reaction, Jim, when uh, when Mike gave you the call? Nice. And I thought, gee, this is pretty cool. The <laughs> uh, one that I was replacing, she had wanted to retire. And she, she had fallen and broken her arm, so she was unable to go. So that's how I got the opening. And I thought, yeah, this is going to be like Mike says. We knew them from before. And, uh, you know, that they were a good bunch of people. And I thought, well, this is going to be good. I'm just going to go down there and have a good time, and which we did. We ended up winning. Nice. Yeah. And and again, you, after the bronze medal, you guys won a gold medal last year and silver this year. So, pretty pretty successful run. What what is it with uh, with your Nova Scotia teammates? What it what is it that makes you guys click so well as a group? 
Stumped you on that one, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think one of the things that allows us to click is that we, over the years, we've gotten to know them. Uh-huh. So going out there as a team, even though we don't get a chance to practice as a team, we we know, have an idea of their strengths and weaknesses. Uh-huh. And they're, they're very, um, what's the word, uh, if we see them, one of the players doing something that maybe they could improve on, they don't mind if you take them aside and explain it to them. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll go back out and they will, they'll try their best. And uh, they're, they're, they're typical down Easterners. They, you know? Yeah, very hospitable, just so oh, wanting to always soak everything in, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. When uh, when when she called me to to go and, and she says, and uh, you you can skip, and I says, well, I don't want to take your team over. And she says, well, no. She says, you can skip or whatever. And I says, I'll tell you what, I'll play bass and give you some advice. <laughs> and uh, she said, okay, that's good. And uh, yeah, if I see something, uh, I you know she just listens and we, you know and we discuss it and. Uh, there's a couple times in that last game, I think I, I should have been a little more forceful. Yeah. But uh, it was an either if or an or. And uh, anyway, I kind of leaned the other way, and she wanted to do it this way, so we did it. And, and anyway, it didn't work out. So I'm not saying that my idea wouldn't have worked out either, but, you know, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I, I should have been a little more strong, I guess. That's all right. But, uh, and again, you guys uh, were a part of that dynasty uh, team from Simcoe. And just how did you get to that level? Like, how did you guys get involved in the, the Canadian Impaired Curling Championships just in general? We, we played, I don't know, Bagwell 2010, and Mike was, they, they had a team in Dundas, and, and Mike was playing on it. And uh, they wanted an exhibition game here, so I was asked to go and play. And I was having trouble with my eyes at the time. And uh, so, anyway, I, I played an exhibition game against them, and uh, boy, this is pretty good. And then uh, we just kind of made our own team up, and uh, away we went. But the big thing was we, we discovered early it was very, very good to play in a sighted league. Yeah. And uh, so we took our team and we went into the uh, Wednesday night mixed competitive and uh, we played there, I don't know, three or four years, I guess, and, and that really helped playing, you know, yeah. against sighted players, playing in a, in a league, a competitive league that made a big, big difference. And one of the things when we were in Ottawa, they asked us the same question. And we said, you know, that we played in the sighted league, and, and now they all do it. Really? The caliber, has, that caliber of play has really, really jumped, yeah. That's incredible. And then, and what's that mean to you guys, to, to be able to see that progression in, in the sport, and pretty much because of something you guys started doing? Yeah, yeah it, means, it means a lot. It means a lot. And, we, you know, we've met a lot of real nice people along the way, too. I had a few idiots, but, yeah, a lot of <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome. And how long have you guys been curling together? That, this is the, the real story here. Oh, what's quite a while. We have I never, never, I never touched the rock until I retired in 2001, and then my old boss, he got me over there, and I kind of liked it, so I was going over there in the mornings, and I'd stay till noon, I'd throw on the rocks, and 
you know, playing with the seniors, and every day I was there, and almost every night. And yeah. I really love it, and I still do. I wish I could play all year round. But I don't know. Mike, he showed up, I don't know, but what, 27, 8, right in there? Yeah, I, I got into it by accident. <laughs> um, I used to, I taught with a guy who curled at the provincial level, and he was always after me, come on, curl, I'm curling. That's <laughs> such a boring sport. You know, that's, ah, I don't want that. And through blind golf, I had met a number of people that uh, curled, and the Hamilton team in 2008 was going into the Ontario Provincials. And uh, the last minute, one of their players couldn't make it, so they called me and asked if I would fill in. Mm-hmm. And I, it kind of took me, caught me off guard. And before thinking, I said yes. So they said, "Well, come down a day early, and uh, our coach will give you a little bit of help." Because I'd never thrown a rock. Yeah, yeah. At all. So we went to Meta Dundas, and uh, she, uh, the uh, coach, explained different between in turn and out turn, and what I was, how to slide out and that. So I took the first rock and I slid out and I ended up flat in my face and the rock got just over the hog line. <laughs> so she hollered down. She said, uh, do it again, but <clears throat> you need more weight. Okay, so I'm standing behind the hack, looking up the rock, and I'm thinking, I need more weight. I don't see any weights. <laughs> and she said, what's the problem? I said, well, you said I need more weight. Where are the weights? She said, you have to throw it harder. <laughs> that one just went through the far wall. But, you know, I I was hooked. We went to uh, the provincials, and at that time, Ontario was allowed two teams into the nationals. So we came in second at the at the provincial. Wow. We went. The next year, I joined Simcoe Curling Club, and I was hooked. And. Uh, I didn't know how they would accept, you know, someone that was visually impaired, but yeah. the members were wonderful. They couldn't have been better. And then, of course, I I knew who Jimmy was. I didn't know him well, yeah. uh, but I knew his kids because I taught them. And uh, when I found out Jimmy played that game that uh, we uh, he was mentioned about, and uh, after that we got talking and saying, you know, why can't we have our own team? That's pretty That's cool. How we got going. Wow. Uh, so what was the big draw to, what did you like about the sport, you guys? I just, just like it all in general, the, the play, the thinking, the activity, the people, I just love the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I, how much time have we got here? Have you got two minutes for a little story? Oh, absolutely. I've got as much time as you want. <laughs> I just think a few stories, yeah.
and he was just in heaven. And all this guy wanted to do was curl. <laughs> That's awesome. So, last year, when we were in uh, Nova Scotia, we got the gold medal. Well, Nova Scotia back as Team Canada, so Nova Scotia gets to send another team. Yeah. They have players, they had teams, but they couldn't get the coaches and, and uh, stuff like that to go with them. So they asked Ontario to put in another team. So Toronto threw in another team. Uh, they made up a team from the rec players put another team in. And when we played Toronto, uh, Ontario 2, this guy is in the house, and I'm thinking, I know this guy. Why do I know this guy? <laughs> so that night, I'm in, in bed, and I said to Mike, I said, let's skip on that team today. I says, we know, where do we know him from? And Mike says, I don't know. So we're on the elevator going down for breakfast, and this guy gets down. So the three of us are on the elevator, so I hear him and he tap him on the shoulder. He says, hey, bud, have you ever been to Semco Curry? He says, yeah. I says, uh... <laughs> That's incredible. That cool? That is, that's pretty incredible. And you know, that, Daryl, sums up this whole thing about uh, visually impaired sports. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I was just going to get to that. And it, it's got to mean a lot to you guys that there's an avenue for people with vision or impaired vision. You really have, and like you said, you, you do a lot of impaired golfing as well. And, and there's a number of sports out there just to keep active. And that's got to mean a lot to you guys that the, those options are out there. Well, you know, we both, uh, Jimmy and I have both been involved in sports over the years, for uh-huh. as far back as we can remember. Then suddenly you get hit with an eye problem and you figure your world is done. Yeah. You're, you're finished, but you're not. No, you're not. You just have to have to have the, you have to have somebody pushing you. Yeah, and that's that's what has happened with both Jimmy and me. Our wives have been so supportive of us, of us, with us, and you know, getting us places and everything. Without that, we wouldn't be able to do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. And so, and you've said it before too. Where just that you're like for a better sense of the word, your eyes have been really opened wide to just a, a whole new world of uh, activity. I have met. So many neat people, and Diane, I've gone to so many places with the golf. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, these things would not have happened. Yeah. So. Wow, and, and it's one of those things, that, and it's not really advertised out there, too. So how do you, how do you find out about stuff like that? Just, <laughs> well, in your case, you, you both just kind of fell into it. Yeah, yeah. Is there anywhere that uh, people can uh, go look or go searching for something? Is there a website at all, or? Well, I know there is for for uh, blind golf. There's yeah. the international, the IBGA now, and there's now um, Blind Golf Canada. They mm-hmm. have a website. Nice. So, 
Yeah, the information's getting out there. You just have to look for it. Exactly. So uh, what's next for you guys? I don't know. What's next for you, Jim? <laughs> no, I, no I, I, nothing special. What's next for me? I don't know. With, with vision impairment, I'll probably uh, fall when the curling starts again. Nice. You're champing at the bit already, eh? <laughs> any goals for net? Any goals for next year, guys? Yeah, they're gold. Nice. Yeah, if we go back to Ottawa. Silver is not an option. Nice. We want the gold back. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for doing this, guys. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, this was this was great. This was a new experience for us too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. So uh, when you guys win the gold medal, you're going to be on here again. You realize that? Hey, love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, take care of yourselves. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much for listening. It really is appreciated. Remember to go over to the Smart Sports Podcast Facebook page for all of the local sports news when it comes in. And make sure to share it with your friends so we can continue to make Smart Sports Podcast the place for all things local sports. Thanks again for listening. Stay safe out there. I am Daryl Smart, and I will talk to you later.